0: I want to recognize one of our sponsors. Have you ever felt like a lone wolf in life, unable to engage in chats around the barbecue since you're doing things that aren't the norm? Enter GoBundance, a place where driven entrepreneurs, CEOs, or investors who are beginning to experience an interesting phenomenon with more success in life, the feeling of a gap forming between ourselves and many of the people around us. One day, we wake up and find ourselves surrounded by people who may no longer see the world the same way we do. As the trend continues, we become more isolated and even find ourselves holding back from talking about things we are most excited about with friends, family or coworkers. Coabundance was created for those who choose to live bigger and more fulfilled lives of impact. This tribe is for men and women who want to experience world-class adventure, bucket list trips, high-minded conversations, authentic relationships, and an environment to learn and grow with like-minded people. GoBundance is a tribe where you are able to share your successes, struggles, ambitions, and failures without being judged. It's a framework to strengthen your journey in becoming a better man, husband, father, Friend and entrepreneur. It is the place men come together to live epic lives and to grab life big. If you want to learn more, go to gobundance.com and hit the apply button to join the tribe and tell them the cash flow ninja sent you. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? You desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Loveshire, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. This is Cashflow Ninja. I'm MC Loveshire. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. Everything Cashflow Ninja is at CashflowNinja.com. That's CashflowNinja.com. And you can subscribe to our newsletter at CashflowNinja.com forward slash subscribe. I've got a fantastic show for you today. I'm joined by my friend Dave Zook from The Real Asset Investor. You can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. My friend Dave Zook is back on the show. Dave, great to see you. Hey, it's great to be back with you, MC. So for um, listeners and viewers that, um, have not heard Dave Zook before and Dave Zook speak, please go to cashflow.net.com, just type in Dave Zook. We've done a ton of incredible interviews uh, over the course of now. Wow. Five, six years. It's been, it's been quite a journey. Um, go back and listen to those. They're incredible. Uh, they're very, very valuable. Uh, I really, really um, look at Dave as, as, as one of my mentors. Uh, learn something from him every single time we have a conversation. So please do go to com and just put in Dave Zook. You'll find all the previous interviews for all of our new, uh, for our audience that's new, Dave, uh, can you just share a little bit uh, of just your background and just uh, what you do and and what you're up to these days?
1: Yeah. So I, I've been an investor pretty much all my adult life from my late teens, early twenties and forward. And, and so I was investing on my own, uh, built several businesses. uh, Saw my dad do real estate when I was a kid and and saw himself manage some homes and quickly realized that wasn't going to be me when I grew up. And um, so I went down the path of building businesses and got those businesses to to the point where they were doing very well. And and eventually, more than a decade ago, I, I ended up with a half a million dollar tax bill. So I'm I'm paying a half million dollars of tax a year. And and you know, I was I was having a lot of fun, I was making a lot of money, but giving almost half of my money back to the government just made it not so much fun. So I uh, as many of your listeners, I'm sure. Um, read rich dad poor dad and eventually got around the rich dad team and Tom Wheelwright, who who you've had on your show several times, and 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 got around those folks and and really started asking the questions like, how do I keep the money that I earn? And quickly came to realize that. You know the thing that I wasn't going to do and invest in real estate. I was going to, you know, build businesses and and all that. Well, real estate had an interesting component, and that is, it's a tax protection vehicle. You know, beyond all the other benefits, you know, cash flow and building wealth and equity and all that stuff, it's a it, it can be a great um tax protection vehicle. And so I started investing in multifamily apartments and I started learning words like cost segregation studies and bonus depreciation and and all that fun stuff. And, And I remember when I got to the point where I realized that you could take a building that you bought, you could do bonus depreciation, you can do cost segregation studies, you can move all that depreciation forward. And then you can not only take the money, your money, but you can also take the bank's money and you can move all of that depreciation. Where I remember thinking to myself, wait a minute, how can this be legal? <laughs> and so I sort of entered the uh, the real estate investing space through that lens, I needed tax protection. And then so I uh, got from the point where I was paying a half million dollars in tax a year to the following year paying zero in tax. And I've been close to zero ever since. So my, my tax bill has been, you know, somewhere in the zero to 3% range for the last decade. And, and the interesting part is that's, that all happened while I 10X my income over the last 12 years. So the, the, the thing to remember is it's not about, you know, most people, and this goes back to your, to your original quote about, thinking conventional, taking the conventional approach. You know, conventional wisdom tells you that if you make a lot of money, you got to pay a lot of tax, right? But I'm, I'm here to tell you that it's not true. You can make a ton of money and pay no tax. And so when I realized that a lot of other people had that problem, same problem I used to have, um, I started educating people. I started helping people um, save tax on their, you know, business or their income
0: and uh, so it's been a lot of fun yeah at the real asset investor um, you've shared a great content and and have a lot of uh, fascinating opportunities and to your point the first time i heard that too the ultra wealthy they make more money every year and pay less in taxes i'm like and almost nothing in taxes legally by the way too i'm like hmm let me see here this is a test There's got to be a, you know, and then I started to see some of the strategies that you talk about. And I'm like, that's actually not just possible. People are doing it. It's quite, it's quite incredible. So, um, you know, and and it all depends on your strategy to your point, right? And that's the one thing that I love that you share, because a lot of folks get excited about shiny objects and they just think, oh, you know, I buy a Bitcoin and it goes up 10 times and now I'm really excited and I sell it, but I don't realize that now I'm sitting with another huge problem. Uh, somebody else wants their cut <laughs> of that profit. And that's, the, that's the, the Uncle Sam, which is not who's not really your uncle. Um, so if you don't have a strategy for investing you know, into assets and then overall a wealth strategy, you're going to end up uh, doing really well, but giving it all back basically you know, fifty uh, percent or more in some cases uh, to to the government. So there's a lot of different niches that you're in. That's quite fascinating. And again, folks can go back and listen to previous shows. We have covered everything in detail uh, of some of the stuff that you're that you're into. What we have not covered is this latest project which i find fascinating and it's essentially um a the the niche of car washes which (laughs) is not in my book the 21 based cash flow niches but i might have to revise that after learning a little bit more about this so how did you get interested in this like how did you come across this what was it that intrigued you about the business uh and on the you know, if we look at the cash flow quadrant as Kiyosaki says, you know, you've got the employee, the self-employed, then you have the B and the I and you can participate, you know, in this niches as, as the, in the, from the B and the I, um, essentially, what made, what made you interested in this and what intrigued you? I want to take a moment to recognize one of our sponsors. One of the best cash flow niches might surprise you. It's the cash flow machine called Resort Hospitality. Our friends and partners, Melanie and Josh McCallan, from Accountable Equity, are so prolific at creating cash flow for their investors that I had to include them twice in my book, The 21 Best Cash Flow Niches. Something that really impresses me about this dynamic group is that more than just creating cash flow with these historic trophy resort properties, they are also creating a powerful investor community with an accountable equity. Investors not only get to enjoy cash flow from beautiful resorts, but can enjoy the resorts and attend Learn and Grow Investor Summits where like-minded accredited investors gather to learn from keynote speakers, as well as get updates on their projects and meet the growing team that makes all of this possible. You can learn more how the asset class of resort hospitality is a great way to diversify your multifamily investments by downloading the ebook, The 10 Steps to Build Wealth with Resort Hospitality Assets at AccountableEquity.com.
1: Yeah, so I'll I'll answer that question. But first, I I, want to talk, you know, you're wearing your cash flow ninja shirt. So you you understand cash flow. Uh, you understand, you know, looking into this business, if you do the deep dive into this business, it's a very aggressive cash flow business. But really, when it comes down to, and this is a little bit, you know, this is a little bit of what we do here at the Real Asset Investor. Oftentimes we'll take an investor and we'll look at what income does that investor have and then you take that income stream, and there's really only oftentimes there's three or four different kinds of income streams that you have, whether it's you know, passive income, ordinary income, capital gains income, or portfolio income. And there's different sorts of asset classes that can, you know, align with that income stream to knock down the tax liability on that income. So that's really what we're doing a lot of is taking an asset class and taking it. You know, aligning it with a stream of income to make him to make that investor tax efficient. I was talking to a lady yesterday that was telling me about how she's you know forming all these you know entities and trusts and you know taking money and doing you know. I'm just like, man, that sounds confusing and it's hard. And I've seen these vehicles and and it's you know it's it's a lot of maintenance and and you really gotta. You know, if, if you're not immersed in it, it's going to be tough for the average investor to keep track of and, and even know how to make it perform well. And I said, really, what we do here is we take an asset class like car washes, like ATMs. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But we've taken a, we're we taking an asset class and just aligning it with a stream of income and making that stream of income tax-free or tax-efficient. So back to your question about how we found the car wash space, I was not out looking for a nude asset class, um, I had a really dear friend of mine come to me and say, "Hey, I got a son-in-law who him and his friend are looking to get into a business. Could you take a look at it? And and I do this quite often. I'll, I'll look over somebody's shoulder and look at the business model and kind of poke holes into it and look at the numbers. And so I did that for him. And here was a Tommy's Car Wash. First time I ever heard of Tommy's Car Wash. And this was, I don't know, some 18 months ago. So after we got done with the call, I I was like, oh, that was interesting. But I shelved it, you know, great cash flow, great business model, all that good stuff. But I I didn't have, you know, again, I wasn't out looking for a new asset class. I had plenty going on in my life. I didn't think I needed more. And uh, so I I shelved it. A couple of weeks later, I I was talking to to a, a good friend of mine who's an investor of ours. And um, he, I, I, I knew that he was in the car wash business. I said, have you ever heard of Tommy's Express? And he said, well, yeah, I just built one. Like, that's who I am. That's what I do. I, I'm Tommy's. No, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a Tommy's Express guy. So he spent the next half hour telling me how Tommy's was the best thing that he ever, know, best thing on planet Earth. And, and so I was like, oh, OK, well, again, that's, that was interesting. But I shoved it again. Fast forward another four to six weeks and another investor of mine in the Midwest, a a doctor friend of mine um, reached out to me and said, Hey, my, my uh, son-in-law and their friend and his friend, they're looking to start a business. Would you take a look and, and kind of look over their shoulder and said, sure. What is it? And he said, well, it's a Tommy's express car wash. And I was like, Like, how, how does this, you know, I've never heard of Tommy's express prior to like three months before that. So, we get on, a, and so I reached out to my good friend, who his son-in-law was doing the car wash, and I said, "Look, you, you want to jump on a call with me? I mean, you might be able to learn something." It was more of a kind of a value add to him to bring him on the call and and educate him so he could help his son-in-law. So we get on the phone with them and you know spend some time with them, and we get off the phone and call each other. And we're like, we really like these guys, and uh, so after a couple more calls, uh, we. Uh, convinced them. They had their financing in place. They had their private equity money that was going to back them. They had everything set in place. And uh, after a couple more calls and really getting to know these guys, we talked them off the edge and said, look, we'll be your funding partners. Don't worry about having to go to Wall Street or institutional you know, guys, PE guys. You know, we'll be your funding partners and we'll structure the deal. And not only that, you won't just get the money, you'll get you know, good, strong uh, counsel on your side, and, and we'll help you with, you know, financing, funding, all that stuff. And so that's how we got into space. And we've really gotten to love the car wash business.
0: What were some of the things um, that you looked at from the car wash business and this business model that, that you liked?
1: So it's, it's a very aggressive cash flow business. That's one. Uh, it's a very aggressive uh, tax play. Um, I don't know if you know this, MC, but there's only two industries that's specific to the tax code that's that's very unique. Do you know? Do you know what the uh, what a car wash and a gas station have in common?
0: No, I mean, but uh, besides a a C-store, you know, (laughs)
1: convenience store. So this is unique to a car wash and a gas station business. The building is considered equipment or it gets taxed as such. So you you can take the building and you can write it off at the pace you can a piece of new equipment. So you can get 100% bonus depreciation not only on the new equipment, you can get 100% bonus depreciation on the building. And so very aggressive from a tax perspective, very aggressive from a cash flow perspective, and it fits our model. The other thing that I found was quite interesting, and we've seen this in the self-storage space, where institutional appetite is off the charts. And so... As you were aware of in our self-storage space, where you know we're kind of building this portfolio back in November, we had a, a successful exit where we um, ruled up 26 of our self-storage properties, sold it for a read for $450 million. We we got our investors somewhere between a 30 and 31% annualized return in that deal. So we've noticed the same thing in the car wash space where this this industry is very fragmented. And uh the institutional and and PE guys, the institutional money is really waking up to this asset class and got a huge appetite for it, and so that's something that we found very interesting as well. But you know, more than anything, you and you know this as well as anybody. When you start with a good product, whether it's a car wash, whether it's a you know piece of real estate that. Adds a ton of value to people, whether it's a, whether it's a stake that you can make on the grill. When you start with a great product and you have that product at the right place and you have a great team, you know, seeing that thing through to the end, good things are going to happen. And one thing I've noticed that everybody that I've ever talked to about Tommy's express, whether you are a monthly paying member, whether you were just a consumer that went through for the first time, whether you were a franchisee, you know, whatever, everybody, whether you're my friend in Kansas that I called and said, Hey, do you know anything about Tommy's? He spent the next half hour telling me how, how the greatest business he ever done, you know, partnered with. Everybody loves Tommy's. And um, so I've, you guys are listeners and you want to get in. In fact, we'll do something special. If you guys want to get in and try have that Tommy's experience, uh, get in there and we'll give you a free month. So just you know, start with a great product, have great operators, and, and you're going to be successful in the space.
0: I want to take a moment to recognize one of our sponsors. My friend Dave Zook says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. At the Real Asset Investor, Dave and his team bring their investors high yield investment opportunities across several asset classes for cash flow, tax impact, and equity growth. He and his team are one of the top five ATM operators in the country, and they have an investment opportunity available to accredited investors right now in the ATM space. To learn more about their ATM funds that produce tax free cash flow, visit therealassetinvestor.com. I love it. So great cash flow. The tax uh, strategy is great. By the way, I I wasn't kidding when I said earlier, I always learn something new. That's quite incredible uh, that the building is classified as as equipment and gets the same uh, depreciation. Um, And then the appreciation play because of the, the, you know, large institutions and, and, and private equity companies. I mean, and of course, it's a business that you can control. So if the team performs and executes on the business plan, um, you're going to force appreciation of the business itself every single year. So I, I really like that. And if you think about it from a, a like, it really doesn't matter what happens in the car business whether it is a diesel truck or a gasoline or an electrical vehicle they, they 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 all are gonna get dirty at some point um especially out in the sun belt in you know, areas with a lot of dust and uh, on the west coast and in the Midwest you've got you know the the winters the snow and the same year in the in the, in the northeast and so forth so yeah I mean they, they there's always going to be a demand for them
1: well and I'll and I'll I'll touch on two things that I think you know. Based on where we are in the market cycle and what's going on around us, there's this, this asset class has been proven to perform well during a recession, during a slowdown, cool down, recession, whatever you want to call it. This asset class has done really well, and and we've seen this in the self storage spaces as well. You know, it's not the ticket price. Isn't high enough. It's not painful enough to people. Look, thirty bucks a month isn't painful enough for you to drive around in a dirty car. And so you know the 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 price to entry, the 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 barrier is low enough. So you know, and we believe that's one of the reasons that it operates well in a recession. Um, That you know the barrier isn't high enough to make you not want to go. The other thing we found and. You know, we've seen this in in the multifamily space, in the self street space, and you know, it, it's it's getting harder, getting much harder to buy a stabilized asset that makes sense where the numbers make sense. You got to do something special. You got to go in there and force value. And we've found no greater way to force value than buy a, a really good one to two acre piece of property and then building something on it. And, and maybe taking that piece of property to its highest and best use. And so being able to go into the market and force value in today's market, rather than trying to figure out, okay, how can I buy something that makes sense already? That's already established because that's tough in today's market. Yep. You got to go in there and create your own market and force value.
0: Uh, so what is the, what is the, 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 the plan with this, With this project how many car washes are being rolled out is there specific markets obviously you guys are coming in as a funding arm and then you've got the tommy's car wash folks and you've got uh, other people involved what what does the plan look like
1: yeah so we are um we have uh 30 plus we started we started off on this journey thinking that we're going to build 50 in five years Well, we're on pace now to build 60 and four. And so we've got, when you go into an area, and I'll give you a couple examples. When you go into an area, um, we bought a stabilized car wash in San Antonio. Um, It was one of the top five stores in all of Tommy's organization of 130 some stores. It was a top five store. We, we bought that store and within 12 weeks, we were in the top three. We took our membership level monthly paying members from 4,400 and 4,400 ish to over 6,000 monthly paying members. And so when you understand the subscription business and the PE model and all that, we just created $6 million worth of value on that store um but what happened and one of the, one of the reasons we got the opportunity to buy this store is because Tommy's expects you you can't just go into an area like San Antonio and build one store you got to build out that area and so you're going to you know our plan is to go in there and build five or six more stores in the San Antonio region so we own San Antonio we own Charleston South Carolina um the DC suburbs, Northern Maryland, Southern Southern Virginia, and uh, Bucks and Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. There you we're go. I'm very familiar with that. Yeah, I'm almost wishing I was living up close to where you are, so I could have a so I could have a Tommy's close to my house. But we're coming <laughs> to your neighborhood, bud. Awesome. And, um, so uh, and Lincoln and Omaha, Nebraska. So those are kind of the areas that we have nailed down that we we own. You know, right now, more than thirty locks in those areas that I that I just mentioned.
0: It's it's quite uh, uh, quite incredible. Just the, I mean, like you said, you're on track for sixty now in four years. Um, it's quite incredible how this this is taking off. Let's go a little bit into um, that we went big picture. Let's take a little just a look at the operations quick because it's a very profitable uh, business itself too, right? So you've got I mean if you t- just talk about the the operations a little bit and 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 you obviously touch on the subscription model which is a business owner that's a huge lesson if you can figure out how to get that in your business that can absolutely just increase the value of your of your overall business right but let's from a just a store perspective what does that kind of look like how you know what what are some, what are some of the you know the numbers that you can share too on 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 some of those stores?
1: So an average store um, has around two and a half million dollars of revenue with about a million dollars in profit so you're 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 got you've got really healthy margin. One of the things that's important to remember too in in, in this market or in this time we we all know how hard it is to to hire quality Folks, well, mm. one of the one of the real advantages to the Tommy's model, we we have a tunnel wash. There's nobody that you know. There's nobody wiping down your cars. There's nobody going into your car. You know, detailing the inside. There's nobody to shining your tires. That happens when you go through the tunnel. Um, so at any given time at this car wash, there's maybe three people on site. There's somebody at the window, there's somebody out in the tunnel, and there may, might be a, a manager kind of on site making sure the operations are all going well and, and everything's running smooth. But you're doing, you're, you're washing, you know, say around 200 cars per hour. I mean, you're, you're, you're moving a car through the tunnel in two minutes, two to three minutes, and you're getting a really good quality wash. And you're doing all of that washing a couple, you know, 200 cars per hour, and you're doing that with three people on site. So that's also another um, big advantage to the, and it talks to the technology, the automation, and and really the spirit equipment at a Tommy's Express location.
0: It almost reminds me of like a parking lot. The parking lots these days, where you all you don't you don't see anyone. <laughs> You used to have like one person at the checkout, but now it's almost like there's there's no one that you see. You drive in, you know, you grab your ticket, you go park, <laughs> you get in your car, you put your ticket in the, the checkout and you pay with your credit card and it's it's
1: it's done. Um, yeah. And to your, and to your point, there, every time I pull out of one of those airport parking lots, you know, you got to pay whatever 20, 30 bucks a day just to sit there. Every time I pull out of there, I was like, oh, man, I, I want to own this place. Yes. And, uh, and, 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 and also to your point about the ease of, of you know, and a and little bit of, you know, the, the lack of uh, having to, you know, have a lot of staff on site. If you're a monthly subscriber. You don't talk to anybody. You pull off the street. You go through the tunnel. Two minutes later, you're coming out the other tunnel, uh, the other end of the tunnel with a dry car. You haven't you haven't talked to anybody, and you know you you've got your you know license plate uh, reading, and you take your car through there, and and you're in and out. You're back on the road in two and a half minutes.
0: I want to take a moment to recognize one of our sponsors. One of the wealth strategy secrets of the ultra wealthy is that they make more income and grow their net worth every year and legally pay less in taxes. They also grow their capital when markets go up, down, and sideways. They grow their capital in economies that grow and boom, and in economies that are in recessions and even depressions. If you are a high-income earner and trying to figure out how to legally reduce your taxes – while receiving cash flow and growing your capital, Pantheon Investments have a great opportunity right now. By leveraging Pantheon Investments' holistic wealth strategy and its exclusive relationships, you can access an opportunity right now in oil and gas. This opportunity will help W-2 earners to legally reduce taxes, generate cash flow, and grow their capital. This exclusive opportunity will also position you to be on the right side of rising oil and gas prices. This is a limited offering available to accredited investors only. To learn more, go to cashflowninja.com forward slash Pantheon. That's cashflowninja.com forward slash Pantheon. B A N T H E O N. Does it also have uh, an area that you can pull over and vacuum the inside of it? Does that and and that's all automated too?
1: It it does, and that that's that's a benefit to your membership. Like it's 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 a free service to your membership.
0: Right, right. To put some little air in the tires and do some back. Yeah, it's just quite incredible. There, uh, I mean. I I looked into uh, I did a little uh, research online before prior to our call, and I'm like, man, this yeah, <laughs> it's very very user friendly, not complicated at all, very 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 simple. And to your point, if you think about your overhead with the margins, water, electricity, very limited labor, uh, obviously soap. Then you've got maintenance. Probably there's probably a couple of other things that you could throw on there. People to to make sure that the machines are running and everything everything is going and maybe some parts of stuff breaks down or needs repair but I, I mean i can't think of a lot of overhead that you really have right
1: well and you and you mentioned parts of repair when you're going through this wash you're getting you're you're really on a on a 130 foot tunnel you're getting your car cleaned twice so you got two sets of pretty much everything mm. and so so somebody a, a brush can go out or a part can go out and somebody can run over to that and replace that part and and you don't have to shut the tunnel down that that brush might be out of commission on that but you're getting like a double wash and and for and for that reason um uh, it's so that you don't have to shut the shut the tunnel down and you know when a, when a simple brush goes down or something like that, you get to
0: swap it out. So for folks that want to get in under the hood, um, maybe there's a couple of things that you can share just with regards to what the, from an investor's perspective, what does this look like? Obviously, you know, these opportunities are available for accredited investors, but uh, what does it look like from an investor's uh, perspective? What can they sort of expect? And then also, uh, I'll just share, too, that there's a webinar that is on replay so I know a lot of a lot of folks listening to this every single time there's a live webinar. They're like, MC, when's the replay? You know, I I can't jump on a live webinar. We've got a replay. So you just go to cashflowandengine.com forward slash car wash, and it'll take you to this re, uh, webinar uh, that Dave and his team put together if you really want to get into the weeds on this. But from an investor's perspective, what are some of the things that you can share with folks?
1: Yeah, so we'll have an investment summary available uh, for all of your folks, anybody who reaches out and says, hey, we, we, we'd we like to have access to that. It um, talks about the returns in there. I mean, you're talking high teens, uh, cash on cash return. You're talking IRRs in the 20s. And and the other thing is when you factor in, and oftentimes you'll see this in an IRR, when you factor in the tax impact, you're talking IRRs in the you know between thirty and forty percent and so aggressive cash flow um it can make a lot of sense when you're looking to build an income stream and get yourself living tax efficient I love it yeah I, I love
0: where there's and 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 it's been it has it was tough for a little bit right to have this imbalance of price and value because that's where the opportunity lies and it feels like there's a Massive asymmetric play here, because I don't think the value is quite grasped yet. As you mentioned, yes, the institutions are starting to see it. They don't want to go in and do what, what you guys are doing. Um, so it it almost feels like there's a great play here, because there's a disconnect between the price and the value and a nice asymmetric play, right?
1: Yep. OK, so I'll give you an example on that. So when you buy a piece of land and you put a building on it. I mean, the, the 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 cost is the cost. I mean, it's you know, let's say it costs you two million dollars to buy the land. It costs you five million dollars to you know build buy the building and the equipment, and now you've got a seven million dollar package, right? I mean, there's you know, you you can let the you, you can you can let inflation be your friend. You can let the market bring you value, whatever. I mean, and, and that'll probably happen. But where you build the real value is in the business itself and you're building same as the same as the apartment building where you're you you the value of that building is on the NOI. um so there's two components here though um the you, you got that part and then as you mentioned earlier anyone who understands the subscription model and how institutions embrace the, the subscription model, i mean look no further than netflix Yep, it didn't matter that they were losing money. It didn't matter that they were losing piles of money for for a decade. Yeah, uh, they were looking Wall Street. The institutions were looking how many subscribers. So when you go from you know a hundred thousand subscribers to five hundred thousand subscribers, and you lost a billion dollars, you, know, you know in that period. On Wall Street or the institution, they're like, "Oh well, they, they 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 built their subscriber base, and so that's that's how we got to the numbers." Knowing how the institutions think about the inst- uh, the institutions think about the subscription model, and 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 when when we took our forty four hundred paying monthly members and made that six thousand monthly members, you know, we we quickly realized that wow, that this this doesn't just mean more cash flow, yeah, you got that. It doesn't just mean more value on the business; you got that too. But it talks, you know, specifically on that subscription model and what we know the institutions really like to see. Um, that that's where you create a ton of value.
0: And they also realize then too, when you have those subscribers and you have already paying subscribers, now you can add ancillary revenue streams or upsells. I mean, you great point. Just think of Netflix and I, you know, or Hulu, for example, or any of these, these uh, platforms, it's they're sort of like your low entry barrier. Then it's like your upsell. And uh, then I think Hulu's then got your live stream TV. That's a little bit extra. Oh, and then you can, buy, then you can throw your HBO and you know, your other t- channels on there. So it's, it, it's just, uh, it, it's, You have a great model, which they know how powerful it is, the subscription model. I mean, everybody's starting to realize this. Did you see too, and I know this is a little bit off track, what car company is it that wanted to sell a subscription model to heat their seats or something? Was that BMW or something? That was in the news recently too.
1: I I don't know, but I do know that, um, so a while back, yeah. I, when, when the Mach, when the when the Mustang Mach E um, first got you know brought online, I ordered one, and this was I don't know eight eight 10, 12 months whatever. But we were we were waiting on this car for a while. We we just picked up the car like um, I don't know a week or ten days ago. Yep. And so we were at the Ford dealer, and the, he started telling us about how the how Ford is going to to the subscription model. Like right now, for for like two or three years, you get the you know the the Ford's uh, like the map system, and you get the Ford Oval Pass. It, that gives you the whole you know charging network. You can now tap into Tesla's chargers and all that stuff. And you get like you went down the list of like you get this, 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 and this for two years. Well, at the end of two years, you're going to have to start paying for that stuff. So that's where they're headed. You know they want to be. They know. They realize the value of that subscription model where somebody's going to pay, you know, ten, twenty, thirty dollars a month for those conveniences, and that's where they're headed. So they they see this too, and uh, it's coming. Yep, a- absolutely.
0: I just wanted to touch briefly to you're in the ATM space, which is also great cash flow, great tax advantages. Um, and then also self-storage, some comments, some, some insights in, in those niches that you can share?
1: Yeah, so what we, you know, those three are our core asset classes. You got car washes, you got ATMs, you got self-storage. The ATM model, very similar to the car wash model, you got very aggressive cash flow play. You got a very aggressive tax impact. Bonus depreciation, 100% bonus depreciation. We love the ATM model. We've we've been we've been in the ATM space uh, more than a decade now. Uh, love that space. Um, we we have a fund open right now, and uh, we've been we we expect to over the next couple of months that 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 is the way that that is one of the tools that I've used to not only build my wealth, build my streams of income, uh, but also control my own tax liability. And uh, so that's been a very, very good asset class. One of our, one of our, you know, our investors have come back and, and uh, you know, doubled up, tripled up, quadrupled up on ATMs. Our investors love ATMs. Um, self storage. I, I, gave you the example. Our business model. And I talked to you just a little bit about our business model in the self storage space. There's a ton of ways you can make money in the self storage space. Uh, different business models. Our business model. Is we are sort of the middleman between a mom and pop operated facility and the REIT or the institutions. So we'll take a fifty thousand square foot facility owned by mom and pop, managed by mom and pop, by mom and pop operator, which in itself is a is a big uh, has has lots of upside, but managed by mom and pops, we'll buy that facility. Oftentimes, we're putting an extra twenty to thirty thousand square feet of climate-controlled. Institutions love climate-controlled. We've got relationships. We, our last fifty-something properties that we've exited, we've exited to the REITs. So we know what they want. We know we we know we know what they're looking for. We have those relationships. But we take that mom and pop operated facility. We put our professional management uh, company in there. We 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 ramp up those ancillary items you talked about, um, and we get the rents up to where they should be. We add the 30,000 square feet of uh, climate controlled uh, units, and then we stabilize that. That whole thing takes us somewhere between three and four years, and typically we'll exit to read in three to four years. And I can just tell I can tell you. The appetite from the institutions is incredible, and they will pay a very low cap rate for a stabilized asset, and we've done very well with that business model. So that fund is open as well. By the time you, I, I don't know when you're going to air this podcast, but by the time you do, uh, we'll be wrapping up this fund. There may be a little bit of opportunity left. Feel free to reach out to us. We'll get to the investment summary, and and if the timing works out, uh, great. If it does not, we, we intend to be in this business for a long time. So, you know, our next fund will probably open up later on this year. But um, feel free to reach out to us.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Dave, and, um, one of the things that uh, habits I've uh, obviously learned from very successful and wealthy folks are always studying and learning. What are you currently studying and learning right
1: now? Yeah, so I'm, I'm reading. Um, uh, one book that I'm reading is um, What Was I Thinking? Um, I tell you, I tell you another book that's, that was really good that, um, I got a lot of value from, and that is who, not how. Oh
0: yeah. Dan Sullivan.
1: Yeah. Dan Sullivan, you, you know, you probably read that one. Uh, that was a really good book. Yeah. Uh, I'm always, I'm always reading something right now. I'm reading a book by, um, uh, I, I always like to read books by the, you know, when I, when I know the author. And uh, so I collect books that are signed by the author. I got yours on my, on my bookshelf, signed by the author. And then uh, um, I'm reading Mitch Stevens' book, uh, something about going to uh, sell on a thousand houses. Uh, I don't even, it's, it's, it's by Mitch Stevens. Uh, I got to know him. So I'm reading the book and it's very good. Um, on my way to a thousand houses or something. But uh, I'm always reading something, always learning, like you.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm taking some notes here. I've got, got some new things to add to my to my reading list. Love it. <laughs> so um, for listeners and viewers, so a couple of things. We talked about the car wash uh, business and opportunity that The Real Asset Investor has. Uh, just to go to the replay for that webin- uh, for webinar, which is evergreen. So when you go to cashflowninja.com forward slash car wash, it'll be there so there's no need to sign up and jump on a live webinar. Um, for other folks that are interested to just touch base and uh, join your mailing list and see, just stay in touch of all the many things that you're involved with, uh, Dave, where can they go to and uh, how how can they follow you and how can they get in touch?
1: Yeah, so our website is therealassetinvestor.com. And our Email address that will go straight to my team is info at therealassetinvestor.com. My team is very responsive. If you connect with them on anything, you want to see investment summaries, webinar replays, any any questions on any of the asset classes we just talked about, they are very responsive and we will get back to you.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And again, just as always providing so much value uh, for all of our listeners and viewers out there.
1: Thanks for having me. It was good to be back.
0: And thank you to our listeners and viewers for spending the most valuable resource, your time once again with us on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. Everything Cashflow Ninja is at cashflowninja.com. You could sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com forward slash subscribe. Until next time, live infinitely.